Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. This is a little bit of a personal share. So it's a behind the scenes on what's going on for me at the moment in my business and in particular, how I'm working through this really strong sense of being busy that I'm feeling. So if you're feeling busy, if your diary feels jammed, if you feel like you don't have enough space to do the things you want to do and to think and you're feeling really jammed up, then this may well be a beautiful episode for you to have a listen to because that's exactly how I'm feeling at the moment in my business. And I'm going to share with you what I'm doing about the fact that I'm feeling that way. So let's dive in. I want to give you a little bit of background. I've been in business for 12 years. I think this is my 13th year. Technically, we started my very first business in 2009, and I think I incorporated it in 2010. So that makes this my 13th year. And over that period of time, I've started three businesses, and I've been in lots of different businesses of my own, and I've also consulted to lots of different businesses. So I know that business goes through lots of ebbs and flows. And I know it's about phases. So, you know, you have periods of hustle, you have periods of stabilization, and you have those periods of growth, but then you need to go through those periods where you're like working things out and essentially like reviewing your foundations or maybe establishing your foundations or dialing them up so that you can then grow to the next stage. So I know that this is a phase. This sense of feeling busy is just a phase. And because I know that, I get to notice that I'm feeling really busy and rather than accept it, go into a bit of a reflective mode and work out what's causing the busyness and what I can do about it. So that's one of the first things I want to share. If you're sitting there feeling really busy, then know it's a phase And also know that it's not going to fix itself. You're not going to wake up one day and suddenly feel like, oh, I'm not busy anymore. And unless you do something about it, nothing's going to change. So as of November last year or in November last year, I enjoyed my biggest revenue month. So hooray, definitely super exciting for me in this business to sort of have gotten to my highest revenue level as of November. And then since then, revenues kind of stabilized up at that level, which is great. However, November is also the busiest I've ever felt. And then I continued to feel quite busy over the Christmas holiday period. And I took a big holiday, so like a 12-day holiday in the end of January. And I really noticed that it was hard to switch off and that I still was doing a lot of thinking, a lot of business things on my mind. And if you've been listening to me for a while, you'll know that for me, business success is about much more than just the number. So although as of November, I hit the highest level of revenue that I've had in this business and I achieved a revenue goal, 
for me, there's always a goal of balance between life and revenue as well. So it's about how it feels as much as it is about the actual dollars and the revenue that's coming in and sitting in my bank account. And how it feels right now is busy. And while, of course, that's okay, it's not the way that I want it to stay. And so ultimately, it's my responsibility to work out what changes I need to make to make it feel better. So there are three big questions that I'm asking myself and I'm using to drive this reflection that I'm going through at the moment. And I'm sharing it with you here because I know that this feeling of busyness is definitely something that most of my clients feel. It's something that I work with my clients on. And so I expect that a lot of you listening are feeling it. If not now, at some stage, you will feel it too. So here are the three questions that I'm using to reflect, and I'm sure that you can find some nuggets and some opportunities to reflect in your own business from them. So the first question is, what's making me feel so busy? Now I get it, that might feel a little bit obvious, but it's interesting and it's important because it's not always the first answer that comes to mind, but we need to ask ourselves what's making me feel so busy so I can understand where the pressure's coming from and where I'm associating pressure, stress, and busyness amongst all the various moving parts within my business. So the sort of questions, you know, next level questions that I'm asking myself is, is it because I've got so many meetings booked in my diary? Is it the actual delivery work that I have to do? Is it the length of my to-do list? Is it that I'm feeling busy in my head when I'm spending time with the kids? Is it that I'm not as relaxed when I'm hanging out in the pickup line or, you know, chatting to the mums at pickup? Is it that I'm not truly, you know, relaxing and listening to them because I'm worrying about, you know, business? Is it that, you know, the number of inquiries that are coming in have lifted up and I've got this sense of needing to respond quickly to the increased volume in my inbox, for example. So it's about actually getting clear on what's making me feel busy, what's the thing, and then the second layer being, is it something that I'm putting around that? So for example, more inquiries coming in might be an easy or obvious reason for you feeling busy, but is it actually the inquiries or is it the fact that you're used to answering every inquiry within an hour And it's that secondary expectation that's actually driving your busyness. And so for me, having reflected on this a little bit now, it's two big things that are driving the sense of busyness that I feel. And it's things that I'm noticing in the way that I'm behaving. And that is that I'm trying to sort of find and squeeze in little moments of extra time in my week outside of my work hours to get more stuff done. So that might be at night, that might be on the weekends, that might be like working over lunch. It might be like skipping, going for a walk and getting into work a little bit earlier. So it's that is driving this feeling of I'm really busy. I don't have time to, so I need to. And then the second thing is when I look at my diary, I don't seem to have as much physical space anymore, like actual space in between meetings or spaces of no meetings, I sort of observe that there's lots of meetings at various times and I don't have 
a full day block or blocks of time, like three, four, five hours, which give me a perception of spaciousness in my diary. So now that I've identified that, the changes that I've made on the back of that reflection is looking at my diary, looking at my you know rules or boundaries around my diary and making changes that I need to to take my perception of busyness and add in some more spaciousness to my diary. And of course, this is a work in progress, but you know the practical things I've done is actually gone and looked at my appointment diary where people can book appointments into my diary. I've changed some of the times. I've reviewed my scheduled week and really recommitted to the importance of me having clear what I call CEO days where I don't have external meetings. So it's definitely a work in progress, but already I've tightened up my boundaries. I've closed down my diary. I've worked and reminded myself on the importance of those CEO days. And already within two weeks, it's feeling significantly better. So that's the first question that I've been reflecting on and I've already found effective. The second question that I'm asking myself, and I continually challenge my clients to ask themselves this question, is just because I can, should I? So just because I can do something, should I? Now, this is a really good one because it's looking at all the things that I need to do that I put on my own to-do list and critically asking myself, but do I really need to be the one doing that? And asking myself again, if the answer comes back as, yep, yep, you have to do it. Yep, that's me. Then actually asking myself again, but does it really need to be me? So to do this, I'm reviewing all the things that are taking up my time and critically saying, but is that my zone of genius? Why is it just me? Why do I believe that I'm the only person that can do this? And looking at whatever, I guess, story or attachment or reasoning that I'm offering back to myself as to why it needs to be me. And some examples that you know come up for me, which are interesting, like I send the invoices in my business. That is something that I'm holding on to. And it's interesting because it's like, well, why am I holding on to it? I've got a fantastic assistant with great attention to detail. Where's that resistance and why am I not handing it over? And then I get to dig into, you know, the importance that I'm placing around it. You know, it's so important. There's no way this could be wrong. You know, I've got this perception around its effect on a client, for example, and I get to decide. So does it stay with me or is there some way that I can feel really safe put a training or a process in place and hand it off to somebody else. So digging into what you're holding on to and you're really digging around in that reasoning of, well, why are you holding on to it is absolute gold in uncovering how you can expand to your next level of support. So the sort of things that are coming up for me is I still do a lot of my social media writing, the social media content. So there's an opportunity to get some more support there. There's definitely an opportunity for some automations in my business when it comes to my client onboarding and offboarding process. And there's some opportunities for me to hand over some little bits of admin that I have been convincing myself it's easier for me just to do when actually it's just about creating a clear training, a clear process and handing that on to someone else. So the third question that I've been reflecting on is, is there a story 
or something here that's kicking in and driving this sense of busyness that I'm feeling. This is a really big one for me. And I know it's a really big one for lots of my clients and actually a lot of my business friends too. And when I look at the periods of time in my life, in my business journey, when I have felt really busy, it's always been when I'm feeling successful, when things are going well. And whilst at a surface level, I can sit here and go, well, that makes sense. Like, you know, you're doing really well. Revenue is really high. Of course, you're going to be busy. If I dig around a little bit and look for a story or is there a default kicking in here, what I know to be true and what I've uncovered is that my brain and my body actually has a belief that being successful equals being busy. So there's definitely a belief that sits in my brain and in my body that being successful equals being busy. So there's an element of when the revenue lifts up, I feel like I need to be doing more to somehow justify it or hang on to it or whatever. And that belief isn't true. So I get to like reflect on, am I actually really busy? Or is my brain and body finding ways to be busy to justify or cling on to or hold on to or something because the revenue's up? And I guess I get to journal on that belief and work on it at the same time as taking the actions and making the changes that I need to, to physically remove some of the things from my plate that is contributing to the busyness and to make the amendments in my diary and reset my boundaries around what days are just for me to work on the business, etc. So I get to do the actions as well as journal and work on the beliefs. And that's definitely a work in progress. But again, this is something I've sort of been reflecting on for the last two weeks since I got back from my holidays, which was the last week of January. And even through this process of reflecting on these three questions and, you know, making some changes and working on and looking at my beliefs and looking at whether it's really true, it's already starting to all feel heaps better. So these three questions are there for you to take all of them, maybe choose one that's landed with you and use it to reflect and to dig around. If you're feeling busy too, are there some practical changes that you can make to actually hand over more things? Is there a story that you're attaching to something and really getting to the heart of, well, what is the specific thing or the specific way that you're acting and working in your business that's driving the sense of busyness that you might be feeling? So I'm also getting really clear on what my next layer of support is within my own team, because it's definitely time to bring on some more support and to hand over some more practical things. And at the same time as doing this hiring mode, taking these actions, I'm also sitting here working on those beliefs that I've shared with you. So I hope that that has been an interesting insight into what's happening behind the scenes in my business and that you've enjoyed a little bit of a personal share about the sense of busyness and the lack of spaciousness that I've been feeling probably for the last three months. And of course, if you want a hand digging into all the things that you've got on your plate, and how you can functionally and practically shift them off your plate, get that space back in your diary and elevate 
in being able to have CEO days, then I'd absolutely love to help you with that. That's what I do. Many clients and people that I talk to initially when I suggest things like CEO days or times when people can't contact you and you're just working on the business, it's very normal that the response is that that's not possible, but I'm needed. Here are all the reasons why I couldn't possibly do that. And I work with lots of clients and lots of people to sort of just take those reasons and find practical ways to make it happen so you get the physical space in your diary that you deserve. So if you want a hand with that, reach out to me. It's something that I absolutely love doing for other people. And I'm actually really enjoying doing the process for myself as well. So the best way to chat about how we could possibly work together if you're sitting there feeling, oh, I wouldn't mind a hand with this, is to book in a dream team discovery call. So you can have a look at the link in the show notes or jump over to my website, paulamaddins.com, and there's lots of information there. Well, that's it for today. This is a beautiful, short, sharp, personal episode of a little bit of a behind the scenes of what's happening in my business. If you've enjoyed this episode and if you enjoy listening to the podcast, I'd so appreciate it if you leave a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. It's hugely helpful in getting the podcast into more ears. So I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a fantastic week and I will be back here next week. Until then, have fun. 